is the Meeting of Minds podcast with me, Philippa Robinson. In this episode of the Meeting of Minds podcast, I'm in conversation with Bethany Rose. We both belong to the same stylist group, the Image Consulting Company. But other than her love of style and fashion, I didn't know much else about her. So it was a real treat to learn much more. She is sassy, caring and inspiring and has real insight for her 23 years. I so enjoyed this conversation and I hope you do too. Now over to Bethany Rose. So Bethany Rose, good morning. Morning, how are you? I am really good, thank you. And um, all the better for seeing your your your, your happy smiley face uh, <laughs> on the other on the other half of my screen this morning. Um, it's um, thank you so much for agreeing to um, to come and be a, a guest on my um, podcast. I I know you're busy, so I really appreciate you um, taking the time. So. Um, and actually, it's a real privilege for me today to get to speak to you because I actually don't know you that well. Um, I obviously know you well enough to have asked you to come on here and you've agreed, which is great. But um, we are both members of the Image Consulting Company um, mm-hmm. and I'm there more in my capacity as things to add on to my life coaching service. But you're there as a stylist and you're in your 20s and I know you're going to be fabulous. But that's really all I know about you. So, um, yeah, can you can you tell me a bit more, please? I'd love to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, pleasure to be here. Um, great little morning chat we're having. Um, so, yeah, I am. Um, I'm originally actually from a design background. Um, although I'm in styling now, um, I trained um, as a fashion designer at Manchester School of Art. And um, that was sort of my education. Um, I spent some time in Manchester just really kind of working in the design sort of element in uni. And then I came back from uni and got into styling. Um, so, yeah, my 20s so far has been, you know, really positive, I think. Um, for me, it's about working out where I belong um, and finding my roots um, because six-year-old Bethany Rose was was um, always interested and invested in design and um, you know she I think she put pressure on herself just for design as well so for me I've learned a whole lot of just you know opening my mind to um, other career paths and you know that's what I've been working out um, so yeah obviously design is a big part of me and that was my you know five years of education in in sort of city of Bristol college I'm doing my diploma then moving on into Manchester School of Art and graduating from there um and you know I did a lot of like a few little uh um, big projects um as well um in design when I came back I had this fabulous um launch with an accessories um range um which went into London stores um with a brand called Ma London and that was just absolutely amazing wow. um so, yeah I still I still designed when I came out of uni I did a good sort of project um as a freelance designer and um it was you know sold on his website it was launched with um menswear um 
you know his menswear collection but it was kind of like a unisex vibe um yeah it was like London it was London men's fashion week and you know we'd launched this thing I was up in London looking at the project that I basically designed in my bedroom (laughs) wow how cool is that just seeing something like that come to come to life and and, yeah and and you did it so was this jewelry that you designed did you say no it was um bags so it was um four um bags um of different kind of styles they were all in a collection theme but they were different sizes um like one was a sort of handle and it was very sort of industrial and using really it was in the luxury markets it was like these beautiful leathers and you know, really, really nice quality stuff. Wow. Um, yeah, it was just a bit bonkers because <laughs> I was at graduate. It was. I was yeah, at I bet graduate it was. It sounds amazing. It was really funny because I'm basically just a chatter. Like, I love to chat. And um, I um, I was at Graduate Fashion Week. This is when I, at, you know, when you go into fashion, you graduate and they do Graduate Fashion Week. Everyone's sort of invited and you get your um, stuff shown if you're selected, which luckily I collaborated with a guy. So I had um, a bag I made for him on the runway. But then you obviously have your portfolios out and you speak to all the people in the industry and they kind of uh, do a bit of recruiting, which I did get recruited by H&M to go through an interview process through that but what was great about graduate fashion week is we all celebrated after I'm like right let's go for a drink this is like <laughs> That's us. the best bit <laughs> I mean it's brilliant because it catapulted me meeting uh the director of the company who I did the accessories for so I I was sort of out and about and I was like he was wearing a Craig Green bag basically which is a fabulous designer who I love I went oh great bag you know I love my fashion so I complimented the bag and he was like oh okay you know your stuff and I said oh well yeah I'm a fashion designer (laughs) you know I was just kind of like hustling it straight out of uni like I'm not actually a fashion designer by trade yet but I will be in this was my vision and um I was just like yeah I'm a fashion designer and he was like oh okay well so am I maybe we could collab I thought wow that's quick (laughs) anyway got the contact details and it just flourished it went on from there and um yeah ended up making um a collection for his store and it went online and you know it was just brilliant it was on Shoreditch High Street it was a it's like a concept store he owns called not just another store and it was just amazing I I literally designed it from my bedroom and I was like you know anybody obviously this is a podcast so people can't see me but you can see me my eyes are out on stalks (laughs) it's like wow that is the that is the sort of story that you hear people telling but you don't ever imagine that somebody who you know that would have happened to and that happened to you because you you know as you say a bit sassy and out there and also owning your owning your genius your zone of genius really I am a fashion designer I mean you know you're a, you you wanted to be a fashion designer and yeah. actually you were because you had designed some stuff yeah haven't you and just from that one comment and actually owning your this is what I am that mm-hmm. came that experience came out of it how fantastic I mean all of you that gap. is amazing 
<laughs> I think it, I was literally like, you know what, this is me. <laughs> um, but yeah, really hilarious, really. I was just sat in my room like, oh my God, I've really got to do this now. And I, you know, yes. at that stage, I was a little bit worried because it's like I had to do all these tech packs and, you know, all of that um, kind of stuff. So it was very much, um, yeah, uh, a very funny time. Yeah, and when was that? Uh, that was um, back in, um, that was back in, I think I want to say 2018. Yeah. Or 2019. I, no, I graduated in 2018. Yeah. And yeah, must have met him in, in the July. Yeah, so it was and, straight uh, after that, really. Mm-hmm. So that happened yeah. as soon as you graduated. That is fabulous graduate fashion week boom yeah. there we are and mm-hmm. I was just doing these tech packs because basically in Manchester School of Art we were very much about create something amazing yeah and it was like all your creativity is in the product whereas the business side of it and the actual product tech packs we didn't do as much yeah so I was a little bit scared to do it I was like oh my god what if I get it wrong but I smashed it it worked it it all went perfectly fine I just kept saying to myself you can do it Beth you can do it (laughs) oh my goodness me positive mindset amazing so by a tech pack I'm thinking you mean a pack showing all the material the way you made it the materials that were in it sort of all the details about it is that right yeah, absolutely. Sorry, that was probably a bit of a fashion term, No, it's all right. I got it. I got that. You so did. I mean, <laughs> I think we can launch a brand. Um, <laughs> um, basically, it's like an A to Z of, um, you know, how how to do it, all yeah. your sort of specifications. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. And that was new to you then? Uh, it so was new, making yeah. those, And you smashed that. Amazing. So, um, and, and then oh, what really happened after that? that? So then after that, obviously the launch happened really fabulous. Um, and I am um, at that time I was like um working for John Lewis as a women's wear design uh, as uh, sorry, as a women's wear um floor um on the floor sort of selling clothes yes. and stuff. And um I was approached by HM at Graduate Fashion Week. And I went through a really long interview process with them. So I got all the way um, to the final stage. And this was probably about five interviews, um, sort of an hour, two hours each time in London, over the phone, really sort of extensive um, interview. And I got out to Sweden in um, in April and I had my final interview and I was like, oh my God, this could be it. This could be my wow. design platform with, you know, H&M and went out there and I didn't actually get the job. But now I'm so glad I didn't get the job because it wasn't right for me. And I was heartbroken. Like I yeah. remember getting the call like, hi, you haven't got it. And I was in John Lewis because I obviously I had to have a job when I came back from uni. Yeah. This was like my like my job to to get basically give me money yeah and um I I just remember literally like breaking down oh, and I was like no like this is my dream crushed and I really I think after that I really kind of questioned like oh my god I'm you know am I ever going to be a designer is you know I, I was like how am I going to do this you know um but 
in that time, I was also trying to get in the personal styling team in John Lewis. And I it took me sort of some time to get in in there to get the right contacts to to get the interview um but I yeah I had the interview so I th- I'm sure that was running up to the next year like I had some time where I was just like meh we're just gonna like design some stuff and just for me as a hobby and kind of like regather yeah what I want to do because yeah. I think it really not I yeah. like in that um kind well, of you talked earlier about six-year-old Bethany Rose <sighs> sort of wanting to be a designer so you know she she was in that final interview in Sweden with you going yeah we got this and then it didn't happen I'm, I'm, I was going to say I'm so sorry you didn't get it but I I feel that this is going to go on well you've already said that you're glad you didn't um, yeah but obviously not at the time at the time time it was really hard yeah definitely. I'm sure it was because it was like I had all this pressure on myself as well like this is all I ever dreamed of there was nothing else like I I knew as soon as I had an inkling of like what's a job I was designing as a six-year-old little girl like Bethy's Boutique oh. <laughs> that's what I used to be it's so Let's cute and <laughs> um, designing dresses like constantly it, that was all I would do or I would be like I remember like being like 10 and creating mood boards on these like fashion apps on my iPod or whatever. Wow. It was, I was obsessed with it yeah. from day dot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, leading up to that point, I was like, I've done all this training and, and oh my God, like it's just a bit of a knock. But yeah, actually from that point, I was like, right, let's just like give yourself some time to be a little bit like, sad about not getting the job but thank god because I don't think it would have been for me I in fact I know that job wasn't for me um it wasn't actually the area that I think I belong in and I think this is where my 20s are really just you know really quite positive because from that point I allowed my mind to be like okay what what do you want to do like is it design like are you just putting pressure on yourself because you've always said I'm a designer so I feel I need to be a designer and yeah I just kind of got that out of my head and um, I separated myself from every negative part in my life I distanced from absolutely everyone and um, just spent time working on myself I really didn't know how much I needed to just after uni like refresh my mindset I just had to like just be me and just work on myself and and through that time you know since then I've lost like three stone I made sure that my health came first I really really worked on myself and I never knew how much I needed it um I think at uni you're so pressurized to do all this work and especially in fashion like fashion is really really difficult you're there doing like endless nights of of work and it takes a toll on you and your health so for me it was like I did this project and it was amazing it was all highs and then I got the no from H&M and I just was like right okay there's more there's more to life I, I need to just become positive again can I just ask you a couple of things yeah, of course. Of so, course. Um, oh, menopause brain. What was I going to ask? <laughs> um, so, I know. Uh, uni- so, do you feel that there's quite a lot of pressure when you're at university to know what you're going to do afterwards? Do you feel that it's like, okay, so 
because I've had a couple of people say that to yeah. me that it, it, it's all very well you go and do a degree yeah. um, and, and you know some people know what they want to do like I did a law degree I actually never wanted to do be a lawyer but I ended up being a lawyer so that's a bit strange wow um, yeah I know but um you know some people don't know what they want to do so they do a degree but still the pressure is on even if you don't really have an idea of what you want to do afterwards because there's it there's constant talk about life after university and the job that you're mm-hmm. going to do and do you yeah. do you feel that I mean I think the hardest challenge I had was coming out of the university because I've always been in education as well I went straight from school to yeah. college to uni as soon as that ends you're like silent yeah what, like, what, what am I I'm supposed to have this like like told I'm gonna have this amazing design job and you're gonna be in the industry and all of these things and you're like they you know they don't come like that and I think I expected it to be really quick and I think you all do as coming out of uni you're in that kind of bubble yeah and I think especially for me I put a lot of pressure on myself because I was always Beth the designer that was always I've been telling everyone for years that's that's going to be me like I can't wait and yeah I I think there's sorry go on I think there's so much pressure after uni it's almost like you just fall out of fall out of the the bubble most I I think you're right it, it um that, that it that is a tough time coming out and you know you've been in that relative sort of structure structured mm. environment and it, it's almost like you know whether you leave when you're 21 22 23 however old you you are or even if you you know you leave school at 18 and and sort of go out and work it's sort of a bit like okay so you're an adult now off you go what you're going to do and it's like whoa hang on a minute I don't know what I want to do I don't know what jobs there are out there I I don't really know and actually for you coming out of a a design degree and then getting that design job (laughs) thought whoa I've kind of made it now so when it didn't go according to plan how do you did you know that what you needed to do was just sort of put yourself in your own bubble really in a way oh, yeah. I don't want to talk about bubbles because 2020 has been all about bubbles oh, hasn't it God, but to this social bubble <laughs> I know so to distance yourself from from everybody and just look after yourself yeah how how did you know that that is what you needed I just I just felt it like I just yeah. I needed to just get my you know, I just felt like a little you know I'm, I'm not like a negative person but at the time I was like oh I'd, like I feel a little bit sad I feel like I've got like negativity around me and I was like I just had a feeling just to like you know what I just need to do me I just need to like get everyone's voices out of my head and just do me and just focus on myself focus on my health like I that is something that I'd never looked after like I never did a workout and like those little things I was like oh my god I'm missing I'm missing the whole outlook like it's not just about your design job that you want like there's so much that I needed to work on and funnily enough now is the point where I finally feel like you know really together like I've got my health together like obviously losing like quite a lot of weight and like my mentality's back where it needs to be because I found my way and I think that was just like what I needed to do to distance was then to kind of 
find my way on my own and not have anyone else's opinions yeah um because I like that's my flaw of mine like I take I take what people say to me quite literally and um I think like you know I put pressure like oh you know what are they going to think about me but now I don't give a damn like I've definitely learned that over the last like year couple years I'm literally like I'm just going to do me and that's I needed to be on my own to do that to grow my confidence um but yeah uni is a is definitely like a pressure but with that I had such good experiences there like I went out to China which I learned like loads of life lessons there in how to travel I um I was in the design team in in accessories there um designing bags and had one put into mass production and accessories came in and bought it so I managed to have some really great experiences there um and it was that was also really funny because mum was watching the tv and this bag had been bought by accessorize we knew it was in the stores and they made this like trend edit out of it and mum was watching the tv and Trini Woodhall's on the tv doing her you know they do the fashion segment and they kind of do their bit of presenting she texted me and she was like Beth Trini Woodhall has just put the bag you designed on her trend edit with Philip and Holly. Oh. I was like, no, you're joking. And it was just brilliant. Oh, how um, amazing. Yeah. That was all at the same time where it was all like, oh my God, all yeah. this fashion design stuff. And, and how yeah, fabulous I think, to know that you've done that as well. You know, and to be really proud that that is what you've done. Um, and, you know, I mean, who knows where the rest of your life is going to go at the moment. But, um uh how fabulous that is just um oh very well done I think that's amazing (laughs) like it's amazing and it's just really fun yeah yeah and so you managed to have that time by yourself and you've mentioned a couple of times the word belonging and I can um so that that was obviously quite an important thing for you and it sounds like you found during that time your where my root is yeah absolutely because whilst all the design stuff was amazing there was just something in me like I don't want to create in this world it this it's like fashion is so toxic right at the minute like this it's a beautiful area of creativity but there's over like there's so many things going on with overconsumption and you know yeah. I I felt massive pressure like I don't want to create if it's not helping someone or if it's going to ruin fashion because I, I love fashion and I wouldn't want to create stuff and then it get more of a bad rep because I'm yeah. not doing it properly and that is that is where I started to fall out of love with design and I was like I'm not at the stage right now where I feel I can positively create something and put it out there to be bought because there's so much what what makes me you know the person for someone to to buy from me I'm what what makes me that person am I just then creating more of a problem and that's when I just fell out of love and I thought you know what let's just have a little like open mind go with the flow a little bit which is so not me like I am plan city (laughs) and that was the best thing I ever did was just kind of like go with the flow and find some new things to be inspired by and Luckily, in that sort of quick run up, I got the job as a personal stylist in John Lewis. 
fabulous. That day, I generally feel opened my eyes and changed everything because I'm a real communicator. I love to chat. And I love fashion. And I didn't realise personal styling was a thing. Like I knew about stylists and shoots and editorials and real creative styling. But I didn't know I could be a stylist for like the normal person. And like just chat with normal people and just really inspire them and make them look and feel amazing. And it was like my whole mind just went, oh my God, this is it. This is it. Do you know what I mean? It was like a, a click of the button and I was like, this is where I belong. I belong with fusing my caring qualities with my love of fashion. And that's personal styling. And since that day, I've literally been off. I've obviously had all my training. I re- I retrained in personal styling. Um, so, yeah, I, I just, it was just like, oh my God, <laughs> this is amazing. And then, you know, since then... I've just kind of like gone with it and I just I've set up my own blog now um, which is basically an educational space uh, for women to go to and get free style advice. Oh it's fabulous and where do we find that? So it's www.styling.com. Oh no I think we just lost your just then I think well oh. I didn't hear it so can you just repeat <laughs> that? Of course, it's www.bethanyrosestyling.com. Bethanyrosestyling.com. Fabulous. Yeah. And actually, I've seen a couple of your your blogs um, and um, they're pretty good. They're not necessarily, well, I was going to say they're not necessarily for me. I mean, they would be for me, uh, not not because of my age, if I was, but, um, you know, they are fabulous. So um, hopefully, yeah. uh, ho- hopefully some of our listeners will go and check you out and check out your your yeah. your advice and your tips and your do you tend to do you tend to um blog about trends or seasons um or classic stuff do you or are you just just whatever comes to mind um so i am i blog about um trends a lot um, so my first series I launched with the blog was um, body shape analysis, which yeah. I just I just thought, you know, lots of personal styles have this information. I want this to be accessed. I don't want it to be, you know, I want it to be free for people to access. That is what what I come from um, because I don't want to kind of. I just want women to feel great because I feel like there's just that kind of like women wanting to feel good but not necessarily knowing how and you know body shapes are really really interesting because you can dress really well if you know your body shape um there's a lot it's like following a book of rules although there's some rules you can tweak and kind of break a little bit if you follow a set of rules and you know get get these sort of fits right you know they look really great and I think lots of women do struggle sometimes Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you're talking to somebody who has um, always dressed in baggy clothes to hide what I considered to be a, um, you know, without going too deep, probably quite a shameful body, really. And um, now looking back, it was never as bad as I thought it was. And wearing bigger clothes made it 
look worse. a whole yeah. lot worse. Um, now that I have been able to, I mean, I've said in other episodes, so anybody who's listened mm. to other episodes of this podcast will have heard about the breakdown I had four years ago. And since then, I have learned that I am okay. And that includes my body. And that includes um, some of the things that you were talking about, looking after my body, exercising, uh-huh. um, not with a view necessarily to lose weight. For the first time in my life, I didn't mm. do it because I wanted to lose weight. I have ended up losing a bit of weight as a side yeah. to it. But it was more at my age, I was feeling that, um, you know, you've got to use it or lose it, haven't you? And, you know, I wanted to be a bit more flexible. I wanted to be a bit fitter. Um, and I'm not going stupid with it. But equally, I feel so much better. But yeah. with that comes uh, an appreciation of my body more. And it means that I am dressing it yeah I always say I always say highlight not hide yes because actually why are we hiding our amazing silhouettes yeah everyone has has their own vision of their flaws and we just need to highlight our shapes in the best possible way and just feel the most confident we can because every every woman feels uncomfortable comfortable in the area Mm. period you know yeah um but it's yeah it's it's finding your highlight points and really running with them and then everything else kind of falls into place and then it's also about building your confidence you know yeah. it, it doesn't start with you know I've gone from this point to to where I see myself and I want to be in fashion there is a journey and it it comes down to emotion and dressing and it's, it's all emotive like you wake up and you think what am I going to wear and yes. it all comes down to emotion and I think that's why personal styling and fashion really works for me because it's just a really emotional kind of way of of creating outfits and yeah I just I do I do really love it yeah I can tell you I, I can tell you do just from the the way you're talking and the look on your face and I just think it it, it it's fabulous and I completely um agree with you that it is it is a confidence thing but you can Mm -hmm. start with little steps can't you yeah and you you know it doesn't have to be a change completely change your wardrobe it can be just adding little 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 accessories in different colors maybe if you have some color analysis and work out which colors actually and yeah and some colors make us look so much better than others and I know and I never really realized that yeah yeah, yeah, it's so true. Like you have different seasons where like uh, people sit in um, with their colour analysis. So, you know, it's really, really interesting. Yeah. And I think also what's interesting is, yes, colours can um, lift your your uh, sort of skin tone and kind yeah. of dull it down. But what's really interesting as well is like your personality as well, because that will have an effect on the colours you wear. So colour, colour, I find really fascinating in that sense of, again, it goes back to emotion and it goes back to the way you feel, Um, which is, you know, it's all a big thing about how you feel, how it's all, fashion is linked to the mind. And I think we forget that. And that's what it's like fast fashion I'm gonna buy top and it's like you know there's much more to it yeah much more 
I completely agree with you. If I want to, if I'm feeling a bit down and I want to sort of not feel quite so down, I'll put something bright on. I'm all for colour and I'm, you know, I know I've got this sort of sludgy green jumper on today. I absolutely love it. Well, we're on video as well, but I mean, through Zoom, bright colours. It looks very zingy. Well, it's actually, it's not sludgy because I'm not really, I I can wear a lot of colours, but not really autumn colours. But I've got bright white hair. So I find that lift things anyway naturally so um yeah yeah, it's um and it is confidence and I think you know it it, it all helps because my mission for want of a better word is to try and empower people to feel the most confident that they can be because we only get one life we are you know we are our own unique selves we are the only ones who can do us and I feel that we owe it to the world to put ourselves yeah. out, out there in whatever way that might be. And it's going to be different for different people. And actually clothes can help us feel our way into that as well, as well as lots of other things. But clothes is very mm. much part of it. So, um, you, you know, you're, you know, you're right on point for this uh, podcast. Yeah. So thank you. I just think like my motto is like to just keep inspiring. Like yeah. I'm like... I feel like I'm here to make positive change. And if I'm not making positive change, then I'm not, I'm not actually doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And this is why personal styling sits so right with me. It's yeah. because by doing that, I'm actually helping people. And that really matters to me. If that's the only thing that matters, you know, it's just making people feel good. If I'm helping someone, then that's amazing. Like I, I just, I even feel wowed that I have this job and people allow me to do that. Because they have to let you in. Yeah, they they do. Um, You're right, because it can be... I mean, somebody who wants maybe a fabulous outfit for a fabulous occasion um, might not need you in the same... It's not going to need you in the same... If they just want you to help them find a fabulous outfit Mm. because... you know, they don't really have issues with clothes, but want to help for it. That is very different to someone who comes and goes, I've got no idea. I want, I need some yeah. new clothes. I've got no idea what suits me. I'm, yeah. I'm sick of wearing the same old stuff. I think I look rubbish in everything. Can you please yeah. help me? And, you know, yeah. you would be an amazing person to, to come to for that because you've, you, you can feel into them and, and, yeah. and actually help, help them. And I, it's yeah. funny, over the years, I've had a, a few personal styling, uh, Mm-hmm. uh shopping experiences in shops um with people and some of them have been great and some of them have been not so great so it's like everything in life I say it's finding the right person it's not yeah. just go to a personal stylist uh, it's like don't not you know don't just go to a coach don't just go to a counselor you know it, it or anything a lawyer maybe you know I used to be a lawyer that they're not all the same because ultimately all those are just job descriptions they are all people yeah. and you find yeah. the right person to connect with to help you with what you want yeah. help with um and you and know although, you've got all like, that going on well I think although I carry this real fashion forward love trends and you know that fabulousness of it all um you know me I'm I'm just very caring and I just want to help people and I think there's so many women who could feel a lot better if they accessed you know the blog and just a little bit of inspiration yeah and that's why I want to continue so like for the rest of my 20s um is about me learning um you know in other areas just like learning and learning learning reading from everywhere 
and um, carrying on to inspire, continuing with my blog. Um, and actually, I want to go into a bit of presenting as well. I'd love to just be, you know, go into that kind of media side um, mm-hmm. and kind of shed some positive light in fashion. Um, so we're going to see you on, I don't know, we're going to see you on, I don't know, instead of Trini doing this morning, it's going to be you doing the fashion edit on this morning, is it? I mean, that's the dream. <laughs> that's the dream. That is the dream. <laughs> I mean, Bethy Ray, she is coming for this presenting world. I don't you know, I just feel like um, it'd be really fun as well. Oh, oh, I believe yeah. it. You're going you're gonna to get there. I can, you know, if you've got this far in like, tw- you know, and you're only 23, wow, you know, I believe it, <laughs> it's going to come. Like you say, keep inspiring and, and yourself. You're inspiring me today. So, um, oh, that's I, so nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I, I, think, I think you're amazing. I think... Um, Oh, sorry. I'm just sort of blown away by you, really. So, um, sorry. So you were talking about the rest of your 20s because um, obviously you've only had three years in your 20s so far. Wow. What are you going to do in the next seven? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is just about me just continuing on, you know, with with continuing to inspire and the blog and um, hopefully getting to presenting. Um, you know, I've actually got my first... Um, so I've done bits of presenting with um, being a personal size with John Lewis. Like I've done style talks all the time and, um, you know, all this stuff. But I've actually got like a, my first, let's say, live filmed kind of thing tomorrow. Oh, um, wow, what is that? Can you tell me? Or I, is it a secret? So it's not a secret. Um, it's well, you are John whispering. Have you noticed, I've noticed you're whispering a little bit now. It's like, <laughs> feels like, it's like so exciting. So it's. <laughs> Um, basically this give a little love campaign we're doing um, we are um, yeah we're doing this like live quiz show and um, basically I'm going to be a live reporter um, in an area um, is this in, is this with John Lewis is this with your yeah 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 so this oh, is nice. like my first show and Jason Manford and Connie Hux are the presenters so I'm gonna be like just rehearsals and I'm like hi oh. <laughs> um, so yeah where's that going to be shown then so um it's shown through Eventbrite on John Lewis. Ah, okay. So it's like a um basically we're trying to raise money for the charities we've chosen ah, and this okay. is the way that we're doing it. And yeah, I've been chosen to do a little bit of a two minute stint. Oh, how <laughs> exciting because you know, I mean that's great. And who knows what happens from a two minute stint and it's great experience, great practice. Yeah. You know, oh and is- I feel like if I got into presenting, that's a way that I could inspire on a bigger level. Yeah. Um, and make more change because then that runs up to my thirties. So you know, I said I was like proper planner. You did. I have. I've got <laughs> plans up until I'm forty. Oh my goodness <laughs> me! Right. Well, I know. If I do an episode on the third, a series on the thirties, I'll be back. But you, you know, um, wow. So go on then. Just give us a little hint. What 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 what's the plan by forty? Well, I mean, for my 30s, I want to kind of go back to my roots of design now and, you know, build, build a brand. But I will only build a brand if it affects someone in a positive way or it's done in a way that doesn't 
cause negativity okay and that is the only way that I'll do it which I think by 20s I'll learn about how I can do that what kind of thing I'm gonna gonna do and also I think a lot of things will have changed Mm. by then anyway because things are changing in the fashion industry now aren't there there's loads more people talking about the Mm -hmm. the lack of sustainability in the fashion industry and the harm that it's causing and you know I remember watching as ever you know anybody who has seen it that that, that Stacey Dooley documentary Mm -hmm. about all the dye um from all the factories going into the rivers I mean it it, yeah you know I think things like that really open people's mind and I think people are a bit more um I've seen a lot of people I know it's been easier during lockdown because we haven't been going out but people saying right I'm not going to buy anything for six months or I'm going to repurpose everything in my wardrobe and you know there seems to be a lot more of that sort of thing going on and I I I think that's probably right that we don't buy as much but we buy you know Better. stuff that is the right thing for us rather than just buying something because it's really cheap and you know you might never wear it but it doesn't really matter because it's really cheap whereas exactly. actually you no know, buy something that is the right color the right shape it goes with other things in your wardrobe and you know it's going to last this is when personal styling comes into hand yeah. you know yeah like if you're really conscious about that then it's not and I also think as well like I don't I don't think, um, you know, don't buy from fast, fa- fast fashion. If that's what you can afford, yeah. why should you feel bad to buy it? Absolutely. If that's anything you got. So I think that's when personal styling comes in, is that actually you can buy lower budget, but make sure that you wear it. And that is the only thing, like just make sure you're wearing it. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't say get everything from fast fashion because I think there's a duty of, um you know us being more ethical as people and um you know but I I definitely think that you know budget comes into it as well yes of course and I think if you've worn that dress a hundred times it served you well and it's that's what matters yeah there's lots of factors there there are and it's you know there is no one easy answer it's very yeah it, it is really complex so um, yeah, I think you're right. In seven years time, who knows where that will be and what the drivers will be and yeah. what you will have learned along the way by then. I'm really excited to see what you what you learn yeah. and, what, and what, what you do. I think it's I think it's I fabulous. Mean, I just hope one day that I can just be like an ambassador of change. I'd love to have my own charity and fund, you know, looking into more sort of 40s. Um, I'd just love to do that because... I think being nice in the fashion industry really is undersold. Like, I this just, I just want that. That, like, throughout my career so far, I just think if people are a bit nicer, this could be so amazing. And that's what I want to change. And I, I think you're, I, I think you're absolutely right. And I also think that isn't just the fashion industry. I think in yeah. general, a bit more kindness and a bit more. Uh, thoughtfulness towards people um in general goes mm. an awful long way and um, I'm all for you on I'm, I'm all with you on that totally um, well I think it goes back to like you know with lots of women it goes back to our um body confidence and I think if I educated more about body confidence then we you know growing up women would feel better so those projections wouldn't be negative to other women absolutely it, it comes back to emotion again and this is why 
it's crazy really when you, when you actually put it down to what it belongs to it's not about trend it's about how you feel and yeah it is quite basic really when it comes to it you're right but it, it's putting it, it, it it's getting that across in a way that is um manageable for people to yeah. to sort of get understand and and yeah. take on board but even if just by helping their body confidence they then feel better in themselves then yeah. like you say that 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 what they're bringing into the world is much more positive yeah and, exactly. and that's totally you know you're right on brand for this podcast because that's totally what I am trying to 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 to, to do and yeah. talk about so um yeah. thank you um so I think that seems like quite a I think we've trotted through your 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 your, your, thir- your 20s so far and what's gonna happen into your 30s and we're already looking into your <laughs> into your 40s so um still. <laughs> yeah exactly thank you so much um, I, I I did ask you whether you've got a motto or a, a saying or something that you find useful or helpful. Um, um, I think you do have uh, one, yeah. don't you? Yeah. So mine is smile through everything. Smile Keep it through positive. everything. Love that. And yeah. And how is that? So when you're having a bit of a not very smiley day, to remind yourself of that that helps you put a smile on your face well exactly and and emotions are temporary like you just need to be in a positive space and yeah. we we can do that like I've I've got myself from negative to positive we can we all have ourselves to get out so yeah. Out yeah yeah and actually smile. sometimes putting a smile on your face really helps doesn't it yeah yeah even if you don't feel it you 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 can sort of yeah to be fair I'm a bit of a positive poly anyway but um well that's good we need positive polys positive poly yeah yeah positive poly Bring it on. <laughs> Bethany Rose the positive poly for us today and also you said earlier on keeping you want to keep inspiring as well and that's another of your uh sort of um I suppose actually that's probably one of your values isn't it to inspire yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah brilliant thank you so much for your time today you've been awesome and uh, I'm going to go off and have a bit of a look at my wardrobe now so uh, <laughs> well if you need any help I know, you where, know where I am I do know where you are thank you so much and <laughs> just as a reminder we can find your blog on www.bethanyrosestyling or one word dot com, dot com. lovely Bethany thank you so much you have been absolutely um a dream so um oh. thank you you take care Oh, and you. Okay, thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Meeting of Minds podcast. You can find this podcast in all the usual places. Please tell your friends. Please subscribe. And if you have a moment, I'd be really grateful if you could rate and review as it helps other people find us and helps me spread the messages of empowerment and positivity that I'm really passionate about. If you want to find out more about me, you can visit my website at www.safeandsupported.co.uk. Until next time, bye.